Hey everyone, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast, and it is the 13th of December, 2022. And on today's show, we remember the life and legacy of Mike Leach, who passed away on Monday night at the age of 61. That is coming up on today's Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 podcast, once again, 13th of December, 2022, recording this at 9.25 a.m. Eastern Time, 8.25 a.m. Central Time. We got the news this morning. It was released by Mississippi State University uh, that head coach Michael Charles Mike Leach passed away on Monday, December 12th at the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson, Mississippi, following complications from a heart condition. He was 61. In a statement, the Leach family said, quote, Mike was giving uh, an attentive, uh, Mike was giving attentive husband and father and grandfather. He was able to participate in organ donation at UMCC as a final act of charity where uh, we are supported and uplifted by the outpouring of love and prayers from family, friends, Mississippi State University, the hospital staff, and football fans around the world. Thank you for sharing the joy of our beloved husband and father's life. There are more statements uh, about as well as this, um, you know, and and obviously it's really sad because three weeks ago they were just celebrating an Egg Bowl victory. But if you all have noticed, you know, uh, Mike Leach wasn't doing great up to this point. It sounds like he had pneumonia over the course of the year, and I know. Uh, from talking to some folks that he was in and out of the hospital at times as well. And so uh, this is this is really shocking and horrible news because he was just 61 years old. Um, but, you know, as this happens and as I've kind of been thinking about it, uh, you know, we are going to obviously mourn Mike Leach, but um, we should we should really celebrate this guy because I think in football, a lot of times and a lot of athletics, too, there are a lot of people who are um, phony, insincere, especially in college athletics, because you're selling something to, to kids, right? In the professional game, obviously, you have to have camaraderie and stuff come together, but those guys are a bit older, right? The, the, the athletes, at least, are a bit older and, and can kind of sniff out some insincere BS. And also, they're professionals, too. So the respect level, you know, and kind of the, the operating level is a little bit different, right? Um, the camaraderie and, and what you have to build at the college level because they're normally now that, that's changed a bit with COVID, but 18 to 23 year old kids, typically uh, you have to build some camaraderie, you have to sell them on a dream, sell them on a vision. And I think there are a lot of people who do it similarly, right? I think there are some folks out there who are insincere about what they are talking about. And I think the one thing we consider Mike Leach is that um, there is none of that. Right. I mean, this guy was authentically himself. And um, that is, you know, that has come out throughout all the stories. Right. Like this guy was just so much different, you know, not, not a little bit different than everybody else. This guy was so much different than everyone else. Yesterday, Gabe Eichard was telling us um, I work with play at Oklahoma, but he was recruited by Mike Leach. And he said that, you know, if Mike Leach called him. You'd have to consider whether you wanted to pick that up or not, because you might talk to him for an hour and none of it would be about football. Right. And, uh, 
you know, Chris Plank, the other host I work with, told a story about getting Mike Leach on and spent 30 minutes with them on his radio show one time driving an RV across the country, right? And would just, you know, was, was really willing to give his time. And uh, it sounds like he was a guy who was very willing to give his time to people, to talk to people about whatever it was. I encourage you all to go check out the 60 Minutes piece that they did. And this was probably 13 years ago they did this. And uh, it was after their awesome season, I think. I think it was, it was in the Alamo Bowl practice, uh, whenever they went 11 and 1, whatever it was. Right. And I think it was during practice for that, or maybe even after. I don't, I don't know, but they were practicing. So they're able to get some footage from practice. And Mike is just a different, he's just a different cat. I mean, you know, whether it was the pictures of Donald Trump that he had on his wall or he had a death certificate, I think from Geronimo. Um, and he talked about swinging your sword and, and, you know, how you need to be coordinated. And he said, even the most, uh, you know, the worst pirates were always sharpening their sword and, you know, just, always different talking to Alyssa Lang about marital advice and about dresses. And, and, you know, he had obviously the comments that he made, um, you know, he got the made comments he made about uh, players, you know, fat little girlfriends. And then, you know, you've had stuff about which mascots will win a fight and, you know, firing his defensive coordinator at the Oklahoma state game in 2007. I mean, there are countless instances you can go to, and and I think Robbie Triano, who I work with in Sirius, also put one up there, a video of him, you know, talking, doing the weather uh, one time at, I think it was a Lubbock radio uh, television station, excuse me, where he's talking about mud and how much he loves the mud because the dust comes in and it rains mud when the rain comes down on top of the dust. Um, that is, that is who Mike Leach was. And you know, when it comes to like the, because I think the, the person's the first thing that is authentic. That was incredibly authentic. And look, did it wear thin at times? Yeah, but nobody's perfect. Nobody, n- nobody is perfect. I think, you know, he did wear thin on some folks and I know things didn't end great in Lubbock, but he's still a beloved figure. Right. And I know it, uh, you know, Washington state, it felt like it was might probably time for him to move on as he goes on to Mississippi state. Right. It always felt like there was, um, you know, there was there was some friction at times, but that's because he refused to change, and it worked a lot of the places that he went. Once again, unapologetically him, and I think that authenticity sometimes is something that we struggle for, right? I, I think especially now, like everybody needs to put out a certain persona, or you know, the program is this, this is what we do here, uh, you know, is how we do it, and and tries to put out a public face and all that kind of stuff. And Mike Leach was never like that. Mike Leach, which Mike Leach was always, always brutally honest with everybody. And then you, then you look at the impact that he had when it came to the game, right? Um, I think Hal Mummy is widely considered the father, uh, godfather, whatever you want to call it, of the air raid. Uh, Mike Leach, though, was right there, you know, with him alongside him at times and, and pioneering this and to call Mike Leach's contribution to the big 12 to college football and modern football significant is, is an understatement. Like sometimes this stuff, you know, this guy's contribution can't be said enough. This is actually true. Think about how much of the air raid has gotten into uh, modern football now. And I encourage you all to go watch the 60 minutes piece because in the piece, I've always forget the guy's name who does 60 minutes, but 
in the piece, they talk about how wide the offensive linemen are spread, how wide the wide receivers are spread. I think that they, the quote they use is from sideline to sideline. And you look at Josh Heupel, his offense now, what do we talk about? Those guys are spread from sideline to sideline. That is one of the most effective offenses that we have seen in a long time, captained by Hendon Hooker. And where do you think the impetus was? The air raid, think about all these guys, from Jeff Lebby to Josh Heupel to Art Bryles to Lincoln Riley uh, to Graham Harrell, who played for him, to Sonny Cumbie, who played for him. And you know, the list goes on and on. I mean, Dana Holgerson, right? And it, it trickles even further down to the next guy, you know, uh, to Garrett Riley and stuff like that. Who play, you know, Garrett played at Texas Tech. All of this stuff starts, you know, where where kind of Mike Leach started. He is the one, he is one of the, the not just him, but he is one of the founders of the air raid. And I will say this, this kind of even feeds into more of who Mike, uh, Mike Leach was, is that there were certain guys that put their twist and spin on the air raid, right? Um, I would say Bryles' system does stuff a little bit different than Mike Leach does it. They're a little bit different, definitely different than what Lincoln Riley does and Jeff Levy does, right? Because there is a massive running the football element to what those guys do, much less so than what Mike Leach did. He never changed, and it worked at times, right? I think we all remember, obviously remember the Texas Tech game against Texas, uh, you know, that that in that magical season they had. But I think the one game where we realized, like, this thing still can kick your ass is that LSU-Mississippi State game, right? Where it was the COVID year. It was right after LSU had won a title. And I know the LSU team was down, but unprepared and unready. And that air raid from Mississippi State completely embarrassed LSU. Completely embarrassed them. They did not know what they were doing at all. And it, it's it's hard to fathom not knowing what you're up against sometimes. Um but, you know, he was able also to build defenses with guys like Alex Grinch and he was able to build defenses with guys like Zach Arnett. It wasn't like it was just offense all the time. He did care. He did a good job of getting some good defensive players to run his, you know, to, to get on his defensive lines and whatnot. Uh, I know Mississippi State's been pretty good at that for a while, but he definitely contributed to that. I, I will say on the other end of it, too, Jimmy Lake famously made the comment, who used to be the defensive coordinator at Washington, Washington State is our easiest game to prepare for every year because they don't change. And that's the thing about Mike, Mike Leach is that he was a force. He was an uncompromising uh, guy when it came to uh, how he approached offense, how he approached his team. And he did a really good job of elevating. He was a floor raiser, as people have been saying. His ability to evaluate talent, to raise a floor is, is uh, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of a, almost a standard, right? I mean, we're talking about Texas Tech right now. They want that standard back. If you go back and you look at Mike Leach's record during his time at Texas Tech, I did this yesterday. I will do this again. If you go back and you look at his record, 84 and 43, there was not a single losing season. He won at least seven games. Every single year, he was the coach there. If it came down to a bowl game, he won that. Actually, only did it at one time where it came down to a bowl game. He was, I mean, you know, you look at how he got this thing done, man. Really impressive 
how he was able to get this program to where it was 84 and 43, 47 and 33 in the Big 12. And that was the old Big 12, right? You know, that that's that's where he was. He was still there when Colorado was good and Nebraska was there and good. And uh, Oklahoma and Texas, obviously, still there as well. Missouri ends up being, you know, a power there towards those late 2000s, uh, the, you know, 2000, uh, before 2010s. You know, he was able to compete and win a lot of games there. And right now, Texas Tech desperately wants that back, right? Every single year in a bowl game, around eight wins, nine wins every single season, and maybe able to elevate to 11 and two one year, much like Mike Leach's team, excuse me, did back in 2008. That is what they want. He set that standard. He won there in Lubbock. He goes to Washington State, where that's not a good program, right? Not a program with a ton of history. They had the one really good year they go to the Rose Bowl with, with Ryan Leaf, but that, that sticks out. Nine and four. He goes in the stretch after going three and nine, six and seven, three and nine, but nine and four, eight and five, nine and four, 11 and two, six and seven, 55 and 47, 36 and 36 at Washington State. Very impressive. An 11 and two season uh, that one year they had 2018. Then he goes to Mississippi State, four and seven, right? Um, you know, uh, seven and six, and then eight and four is where he's at right now, uh, in where he was at, excuse me, 19, 17, 11, and 15. I mean, the guy won at the FBS level 158 games, 158 and 107 um, was his record, and just such, and also ends up above 500 in conference play all those times in the Big 12, the Pac 12, and the SEC. What an impressive resume! for Mike Leach. And, you know, we talked about the impact like that he has had. I mean, you know, I know his resume is not the most meaningful thing right now, but you talk about why he was able to do that because he had a model. He stuck to it. It worked. His uncompromising nature is what made him able to sell people. You know what you were getting with Mike Leach. You might not know what you're getting when you talk to Mike Leach, but you knew what you were getting when you had a person like Mike Leach running your program, right? You knew what you were going to get. And I have to say this once again, like the impact that this coaching tree, I mean, it is absolutely remarkable. And, and here's, I'll even read it to you guys. Mississippi State had this coaching tree. Um, these are the guys who have connections. Dave Aranda, Neil Brown, Sonny Cumbie, Sonny Dykes, Josh Heupel, Dana Holgerson, Cl uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Seth Luttrell, Lincoln Riley, Kevin Wilson. Uh, and here are some of the assistants from the leech tree, Robert and I, Bill Beanbow, Alex Grinch, Brandon Jones, Eric Morris, Wes Welker. All of these guys have these connections to Mike Leach. You know, a bunch of even, even more guys played for Mike Leach, right? So there is uh, innumerable connections for Mike Leach with all of these people and what he has meant. And guys, it's not just the college level. All right. The air raid got into the NFL. Remember that was that, that Rams game from a few years ago? The Rams versus the Chiefs was like, oh my God, the future of football. And still watch every single week, guys. There are air raid concepts. Like, you know, most teams have air raid concepts in there. I mean, watch what some stuff that we see with I know some offenses are West Coast, but like there are some offenses that are just slinging the ball around and there are air raid concepts in, in a lot of them, right? Cliff Kingsbury, obviously last night. I mean, what we saw last night, guys. Uh, in Monday Night Football, Colt McCoy is the backup quarterback coming in there. He's slinging that ball around. They have him slinging the ball everywhere. Air raid concepts and obviously Cliff Kingsbury's offense. We saw it all on Monday Night Football on display in 2022, the night Mike Leach passed away. That is his footprint. That is his impact. He has got his hands all over this. 
And so I think as we move forward, obviously appreciating Mike Leach, but it all goes hand in hand, right? The person is consistent with the coach, is consistent with the leader. I mean, flawed, yes, but uncompromising, unwilling, and a one-of-one that will be truly missed in the college football space, right? Even if he was done coaching, Mike Leach was still going to be somebody that we always asked for interviews and we talked to try to get good quotes out of. He was always somebody I thought brought it. Um, and so guys like, the, you know, like share the video as much as you can, but share your thoughts below about Mike Leach. Let, let everybody else know, talk about what a, an unbelievable character this guy was unbelievable football coach and seemed like a, at home, like a really nice beloved human being, right? Obviously we don't know what happens, you know, in the home, but seems like he was just this tremendous, tremendous guy who is a, I mean, he tall figure, a tall figure when it comes to modern football period, not just college football, modern football, his imprint will be a lasting one. And it's, it's not going anywhere, guys. That Big 12, when he was there, it changed. Everybody took something of, of what Mike Leach was doing and applied it to their very own offenses and, and ran some of what he was doing because it was so successful. It worked. It worked time and time again, to be honest with you all. Um, and it still works some today. It didn't have its flaws, sure. But, I mean, you saw they won the Egg Bowl, right? They tired them down. They And they were able, actually, eventually to run the football in the game. Uh, Mississippi State did, right? They tired down that team. It's it's a whole lot. And so um, I know it's a sad day, but, it you know, you can't help but smile when you think about what kind of guy Mike Leach was, what kind of football coach he was. Um, and And – you know, I, I we hope that the pirate keeps swinging his sword, man, from wherever you know wherever he is now up above. Uh, if you believe in that kind of thing, but um, you know, may Mike, may Mike Leach, the pirate, you know, the the coach, the person, may he rest in peace. May his family, uh, you know, find some solace in the fact that he is a celebrated and beloved figure amongst all of us who love college football. We will all desperately, desperately miss Mike Leach. There is no doubt about that. All right. Um, all right. So uh, also coming up on the show today, guys, we have a video coming out about Oklahoma and Texas, the SEC. Chris Gordy and I recorded that. Obviously, I want to separate those two things. Was going to want to separate those two things. Was going to post that video today, um, this morning, but going to push that back so we can get this video out this morning. This is more important, obviously, as we celebrate the life and legacy of Mike Leach, who passed away at 61 after uh, complications following a heart attack. So um Send your good vibes the way of, of his family. That will do it for this show. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at JoshNeighbors underscore. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, like the videos, and share your comments as well and your thoughts. Find us wherever you get your podcast on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at JoshNeighbors underscore. So next time, as always, my friends, stay safe and may the pirate rest in peace. <laughs>